Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Welcome to Whiskey and Whitetails, the podcast for those who hunt with a passion and drink with a purpose. We're your host. I'm Gus. I'm Matt. As always, thanks to our Patreon for their loyal support. Thanks to the Waypoint Network for having us, of course. And thank you, our listeners, for subscribing, sharing, commenting, and all the other ways you guys support us. We greatly appreciate it. This week, we are going to peel back the onion a little bit on Whiskey and Whitetails and us and what we're all about. We have a lot of new listeners some folks that have reached out to collaborate, and we're just going to share a little bit of insight about what we're all about what we have kind of planned for the future and where we want to take this thing. So stay tuned. This podcast is sponsored by Vantage Point Archery. Are you tired of broadheads that don't give you perfect flight every time? It's time to make the switch to VPA broadheads. These rock-solid CNC machine broadheads are precision-made to ensure flawless flight with every shot. No weld lines or brazing. These broadheads possess bone-splitting strength that will give you the confidence to take down any game. I personally made the switch last year to VPA because I truly believe in the product. Being able to use your broadheads on your target during practice gives you confidence on how your arrow will fly when it's game time. These broadheads will literally last forever because you can just resharpen them time and time again. VPA broadheads are not only durable, but they're also ethical and proudly American made. When you choose VPA, you're supporting a brand that values quality and craftsmanship. So why settle for anything less? No matter the animal you're pursuing, VPA has the perfect broadhead for you. With options like two blade, three blade, single or double bevel, vented or solid, and weights ranging from 100 to 300 grains, you can customize your setup to fit your needs. So get ready to hit your target with precision and accuracy this hunting season. I personally shoot the single bevel 125 grain non-vented. Gus, how about you? Yep, I also shoot the single right bevel at 125 grains. I love the way the broadheads shoot, how durable they are, and at 125 grains, it's a solid, versatile broadhead for all kinds of hunting. Precision in the field starts at VPA. Don't compromise on subpar broadheads that may let you down. In my experience, they will let you down. Trust the experts at VPA to deliver top-notch performance every time. Something I'm really excited about is the newest release coming out this season. VPA is introducing the new VPA Omega Broadhead. This revolutionary design combines the most desirable features of a single bevel head with the strength of a double bevel head. The result is an unmatched performance and effectiveness in the field. You know what, Gus? Here's the best part. Their patent-pending lay-flat sharpening technology makes the VPA Omega Broadhead the easiest two-blade broadhead to sharpen. So say goodbye to the tedious sharpening methods and hello to minimal work, and maximum results. It's time to put VPA in your quiver this season and experience the difference for yourself. Don't settle for anything less than the best. Visit vpabroadheads.com to check out the new VPA Omega Broadhead and explore their full range of high quality broadheads. VPA Broadheads, where precision meets performance. Hello. 
Hey. How are you? You are um, feeling much better than the last time we spoke. Yeah, I've got a pip in my step. I was a little hungover last week. <laughs> Dude, yeah. So too heavy back to day, back to back days, you know. That'll do that, man. That those Charleston waterways are uh will make you make you hydrate, overhydrate. They're brutal. It's like a it thing now. To, it just goes down so easy when you're on those boats. You have no idea how easy a beer goes down on a boat if you've never done it. <laughs> Especially yeah. like with friends and everybody's having a good time and there's people cooking food. It's just Yep. Even just two like, even just like the times you and I have gone out fishing, just music, fishing, mm-hmm. spot to spot, before you realize it, it's like I'm just gonna have like just a six pack for the day. And before you know it, we're like cruising by other boats, tossing them a 20 for them to throw us a 12 pack across yeah. the water while we're. <laughs> we did do that, didn't we? We got beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I bought a 24 pack. I left four in the truck. So it's like, that's 10 each. Neither of us are driving or boating, so it doesn't matter. Nice. And uh, we ran out. I'm sure <laughs> the majority of it was me, but um, but they had whiskey. And I was like, I'm not doing, I'm not doing whiskey this time. That's so, famous last words. I said they had whiskey. I brought whiskey, but. Sure. I brought that burnt church. We were yeah, talking about that, though. Anita's choice? Yeah. We didn't it's talk definitely. about that. That's good stuff. I like it a lot. Yeah, Chris took me over the bottle, so I brought it over to the food boat with the intentions of the food boat having it because they had a Firefly bottle that I hated. And <clears> uh, he was like, what do you think about Firefly? I didn't say anything. I just was like, well, I've had some stuff that's good. And he's like, you had Ben and Steel? Like, yep. <laughs> you know? And so he's like, try some. conversations. Yeah, I know. Because you don't want to... Because obviously they, they were on the boat with him and, you know, you sure. don't want to talk trash, but it's just and, not my opinion. I don't even like talking trash about major bottles that, that people just like. I don't want to trash something that you like. It's just Same. not my, it just may not be my thing. Yeah. Ben and Steel is not my thing. It uh, never has been. But, yeah, so I brought it there for them to have as like oh, okay. a, another local distillery. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it got killed. So, not by stuff. me. By, by, but, I mean, that's what it's for. I'm sipping today, though. I am going to have some uh, some of this Ezra Brooks from the Reserve Bar. Nice. Um, we did the podcast with them, but if you didn't know, you can go to Reserve Bar. You can just Google Reserve Bar Type Flight Series, and they have a ton of single barrels, and they're all really good. They sent us six now, and they're not all open, but every single one I have open has been delicious. You've got three of them, right? Yeah, I've got three. I've only popped one. Um, I have I kind of have plans for the other two uh, content-wise, so I haven't opened them. Nice. But, um, the, uh, you know, being honest on this channel as often as, you know, we're always, always honest, the, the keeper's heart, um, which I had, and I have, uh, um, I cooked something to go, to go along with it. Uh, it was decent, not my favorite, not my favorite thing, but, um, it has some very, very pronounced, uh, it's aged in a uh, stout barrel. Mm. And so it has some really like dark flavors, chocolate and like leather and stuff that were, um, but it's it tastes a little young, younger than I care for. But it's still a good pour. Um, yeah. So definitely would not uh, caution or shy anybody away from from trying it out. <clears throat> I didn't. Uh, I haven't tried that one. But I'm not a huge fan of beer finished whiskeys. Even like the Wolf whiskey, which is extremely expensive and hard to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like that one either. It was just too hoppy. Yeah. Which I didn't know that when yeah. uh, when Rory said that uh, IPAs is basically. Most of the time it's bad beer and they just, they hide the badness with the hops. I didn't know that, but now it makes it even more that I'll never drink hoppy beer again. I've heard that before. Um, it's leave it up to Americans to take something that is supposed to be an indication of, of trash and, and make it a giant cult 
cult following essentially right. it's huge dude people love hoppy like it's you're either in club ipa or you're not there's no yeah. there's no in between i used to be and i mean it is drink a bunch of it that red hammer mm -hmm. i used to love it yeah there's also I mean, five dollar pitchers i don't mind some ipas but there are some that are just like too, it's just too much man and like it, people who are on that train they're there's they're similar to your uh blanton's like it's it's yeah. the end all be all to them it's that or nothing i'm just like eh, i don't know there's actually a lot of other good beer out there i think i'll i'll try something else i'll tell you locally hop art from coast mm -hmm. i really like that yeah i think it's a good ipa but i mean that's about as much as i'll do yeah and even I don't, then, I just, I don't, i'm not gonna do it often i generally avoid them just i just there's not very many of them i like um i have really gotten on the uh uh goza and the sours a lot mm -hmm. this like, the last couple of years i like trying those out a lot yeah I'm all about some, uh, like that blood orange goza from Anderson Valley. Oh, God, it's so good. Money. It's, I wish I'll, it was year round. If it, it when, when, it, when the weather's hot outside, if I'm grilling, dude, I will, I'll crush what are, they, what are they coming, a four pack or a six pack, whatever it is. They're like I the 16 ounce cans. Pack. Yeah. And I will crush, I'll crush the whole thing. Would you, do you like, uh, the Westbrook, um, white tie? That's uh, okay. Yeah. I like that one. I'll get that one. If, if they have it on tap at a bar and I'm, and I like, I don't want to drink Miller Lite, that's what I'll get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This bottle's good. I was reading over the flavor because I just wanted to see if I was pulling out what he was pulling out, but uh, the nuttiness straight out of the bottle, I could smell it. <clears throat> I don't really taste too much of it, but there is a lot of cinnamon, good flavors in there. That's the um, that's the you, that's the note that you like and find in a lot of the, the wild turkey stuff you like. Uh, the nuttiness is, is yeah. I'm gonna find that in a lot of the brown foreman stuff. The brown foreman stuff, yeah. Yeah, the Ezra Brooks and the other one I got, the Rebel Yell. Those usually have some nuttiness in it. Which is the only reason I was partial to them. I'm interested to see what the uh, that barrel bourbon tastes like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, that's the cigar blend, right? Oh no, you said barrel as in the one behind yeah, me, yeah, the yeah, one yeah, that we yeah. got from. I'm sorry, I thought you were yeah. talking about the um, rockets. Yeah, I am too. It's um, I'll grab it real quick. Yeah, do it. And I'm gonna I'm gonna beatbox the whole time. You can't hear me now. And he's back. What are you talking shit about? Nothing. I'll have to hear, I'll have to hear it later. <laughs> yeah, so this was fin finished in an Isla single malt scotch cask. Which I th I'm wondering if it's the appropriate amount, you know? It's, I, I, everything else that, you know, has been pretty good from them. So I'd imagine they wouldn't have picked it if it wasn't, if it wasn't solid. But an Isla Scotch can be pretty. The, the 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 flavors can be very overpowering Not for palate for a well for a for a normal bourbon drinker yeah for sure um, or American whiskey drinker so it's got to complement it really well I imagine it does it's, what did that um, guy say in that comment he said uh we were talking about <laughs> Scotch and he said he said yeah burden not bourbon but burden. It's made with is, corn. Is corn whiskey. based. Corn based. Whiskey, whiskey is rye. It was rye based, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, I, I told you, I, I must have started a reply to that like 15 times and then just deleted it, put, you know, deleted it, put my phone down, came back to it. And finally, I was just like, this guy's so lost right now. Yeah, I'm just not even worth it. I can't, I can't do it. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, I don't ever reply on Facebook. I just happened to, I clicked, some, I got a notification and clicked it and that was what popped up and I was reading it. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> 
So I was, I was starting to type it out, and I got like three sentences in. I was like, I'm not even 20% yet of explaining. So I just deleted it and was like, no, nah, yeah, I'm not no. going to do it. Well, and that's – that's if there had been an easy like two-sentence response or even one-sentence response, I guess you could have just said wrong and just left it <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're <laughs> but, your dick. Yeah, then I'm an asshole. But Which this is, you know about us. We bottom. don't want to be perceived as dicks. You're not going to be able to read it. It's um, 124 proof. This should be interesting. It's like this one's 120 and does not taste like 120. Oh, you're right. The um, the keeper's heart is like 115, and it to me it it drinks a little hotter than that. Yeah, which was why I think it's 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 young, but uh, still good. It it paired well with uh, with the meal I made, and uh, I'll show that. I'll I'll post that sometime this week. Nice the shepherd's pie. Yeah, shepherd's yeah. pie. Yeah. Looking forward to that. So that ASMR video did well. It's at almost 6,000 views right now. Nice. So we should probably do more of that. Yeah, I have to play around with some ideas for doing that. Um, I mean, I definitely don't want to be a page full of... Uh, no. No, no, no. Just, no. just whiskey pours. We're we also have fun with that. Like, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I want to do it with... I want to do it with archery. Yeah, I was Locking thinking... Um, and and yeah, I was thinking archery and then also like... Uh, the sound you make when you pull back. <laughs> you get it up close and up close to my uh my shoulder and you can hear it. It sounds like a bowl of rice krispies every time I pull a bow back. Just add um, crinkle wrap. Dude, have you have you listened to the Cameron Haynes shoot? Uh uh-uh. uh. He makes a ton of noise. I think he's getting Does old. He? Yeah. Yeah. He's also he pulling seems- back ninety pounds like an idiot. Yeah, you know, I, I, uh you know, I'm glad you said that. Um <laughs> Josh Bomar posted a video of him de- deadlifting like some ridiculous amount of weight. I don't know. Plates after plates, right? And then he does a deadlift and then he stops midway through the deadlift and like like he's just doing a deadlift and he tricks everybody and he starts doing rows with it. Like, all right, cool, man. Like, yeah, I get it. Your Sweet. back is huge. You're awesome. Strong. And then he goes on about, you know, people ask me all the time why I pull such a heavy bow. Uh, it's because I train, it's because I work hard so I can. It's like, well, I, I get that, but... Like ninety percent of the animals in North America do not require you to shoot it with no ninety five pounds. Uh, as I don't know, I just think it's overkill sometimes. But you know, you can do it. You know, more power to you, whatever. I mean, if he's shooting like the White House or something, maybe he needs to pull back. <laughs> I just think I think most of it's for the gram. That's what I think. It's why I think they do yeah. it so they can so they can say they do, and that's it. I think so too. Yeah, uh, Hoyt made me a ninety pound bow. Yeah, I actually stepped down to sixty pounds this year. I went down, not for any physical reasons. I just, the arrow that I was looking at yeah. flew better at 60 pounds. Yeah. If, if, if you have everything tuned up and dialed in, right, then that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, you know, and depending on what you're hunting, not, you know, we're primarily hunting smallish whitetail in well, Southeast. Might be small whitetail. <laughs> do you want to go through some of these pictures? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm going to share the screen. Even though every time I do this, it screws up like everything for my editing. All right. I don't know if I can full screen this. I guess it's as good as we're going to get. So that was the first thing. So I put it up yesterday. Yeah. So did I they had, come, um, did they come like before morning? There was a, there was a fawn screwing around at like three in the morning. Ah, okay. And then there was nothing until this. This is the first thing that went off six thirty one in the morning. Looks like nice. three does meandering around this field. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which is all I was really looking for was does. 
So this is the first one. I made a fake scrape and peed in it just for fun, just because I'm curious. And I also put this in a really – see, there's a field kind of behind it. Yeah, I see that. So this is a really tight spot, and I did that intentionally because I wanted to see how many deer would pack in there. Because yeah. if, if they were not coming in there, then now I know they're skittish. Sure. But as you'll see shortly, they did not care. No, not at all. You should be able to see – you should be able to see I – mean, not, there's nothing that you don't already know, but for listeners that aren't sure – yeah, you know, from seeing where these deer are coming to this, the attractant and stuff that's out there, the the corn and, uh, you know, if you can't use corn wherever you're at, whatever. But uh, then from here, being able to see the path that they're coming to and from and setting up along those paths or finding pinch points along that path is perfect. Man, that's a nice looking buck. Dude, that's a 10 point in Johns Island, South Carolina. That's a coastal 10 point buck. Yeah. Doesn't look very big, but. I mean, and, he's, and honestly, he's probably two and a half, maybe three and a half years old. Yeah. And he's not going to, he's not going to cape out, you know, at you know 190 pounds, but that's a nice deer for, for the low country. I'm not going to take, we're that talking deer. like, we're talking, we're talking like coastal swamp. So yeah, this is, these are, these are solid deer. The other thing I've noticed is the, the coat color here. So I'm leaning more towards this buck being a three and a half and this brown one still being a two and a half. Yeah, it's odd. It's interesting. Because you'll see it as more pictures come in. So some of the more mature bucks seem to be this darker color. He looks like he's been shot before. Oh. Let's see if you can get, you'll have to see if you get any closer pictures. It'll be yeah. easier to tell if he's, if you do, uh, can you, can you turn on video remotely with that camera? It's videos on, but you have to pull it from the SD card. Oh, bummer. Because yeah. it'd be probably easier to tell if uh, you could see it moving around. But here's uh, 6.57 in the morning. We've got three bucks there now. Four point. This is the weirdest think, looking eight point, but he is an yeah. eight point. It's kind of a little, almost a little. He looks bigger though, like head to head. He looks like yeah. a sturdier deer, but he is yeah, that lighter color. But now we got all these. But I mean, this this whole section here, this tree is basically right here. So this is yep. like a five foot group that they're all sitting in. Well, this is this is a perfect example of the you know, pre-rut bachelor group. These guys mm -hmm. are are hanging out. They're getting to know each other, learning each other's scent, um, being familiar with one another. And then as they break apart and go their separate ways and and establish their ranges and um, you know their sort of their their area for the rut, they'll recognize each other's scent and know, you know, if they're intruding on someone that's higher or lower on their in the kind of in the pecking order. Um, right. This is this cool. It's cool to be able to see. But this one, I mean, this. Uh... This split main beam here. Oh, cool. I think he's bigger than this 10 point. The 10 point standing behind him. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how they put on, uh, how they put on weight between now and, and November. But he's got that kicker right there that I love. Yeah, that's cool. Oh man. That's nice. That's a cool little group, man. Yeah. This split main beam though. That's, that's August 15th. I'm coming to find you, buddy. Oh, you know what? I'm looking at some of their coats, man. It looks like maybe some of them are. Um, it's too late in the year to be like shedding a winter coat or a cold weather coat. So it could looks be like wet. The, the two, two different. There's yeah, a could, uh, could lake be wet. on the other side of that clearing. Oh yeah, it could be wet. It's not on this property. It's it's on a mm -hmm. neighboring property. Gotcha. But yeah, they all just kind of hung out, and then at seven o'clock they were gone, and then the does were still out there feeding the young and whatever. Bunch of this, was this, this was this morning this morning yeah okay so you'll see if, if they if they come back around tonight then yeah so this doe and her her twins came over nice at 7 22 in the morning and that's it 
There's nothing it's a good, else over there. It's a good sign, man. The you know having twins is is a good indication of um, uh, good holding capacity and and good uh, good fawning um, environment for for the does. I think it's a healthy. I would show the property, but I'm obviously not going to pull that up on here. Yeah, but, um, <clears throat> it's a uh, 50 acres, and um, stop sharing. It's 50 acres, and it's basically at one end it's a neighborhood. At the mm -hmm. other end, there's this huge lake with a neighborhood and then yeah. the other two sides of it are just people live there. It's like property. Yeah. So this guy, he had this land for his kids and I guess his kids, uh, he was, he wanted them to do, you know, four wheelers and hunt and fish and all that stuff. And so he bought this land for them and I guess they, they grew up rich and um, are not interested in the outdoors at all. So he posted it for sale. How much do you think he wants for it? 50 acres there. on John's Island. I don't know, man. Two hundred thousand. Eight sixty. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it was two hundred, I probably would have bought it. Sold my house and moved there. Tells you how out of touch I am with property values out there. <clears throat> it, that price is a, is a, is high. I think he okay. just doesn't want to sell it, and so he's like, "I will sell it for eight sixty. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I was a, thinking for something. That's probably. Yeah. I don't need to sell it, but if somebody wants it for this price, you can have it. Mm hmm. Yeah. So. There's like that. a price. So that, that's that's a price that old guys put on classic cars at at, at uh, cars and coffee that they don't want to get rid of, but they will exactly. if you want it bad enough. <laughs> exactly. Yep. So it's uh, I'm going to do that opening day that morning. I want to go out there and see what I can plug, and then head up to yep. the because uh, like, I mean, I'll have way more information by then. But if they're truly gone by eight a.m. every morning, then yeah. Especially if they don't if they're not coming back in the evening. Yeah, which I haven't gotten any notifications yet. So. It's you're granted, it's, it's 5.30, but... You're going to make me go buy damn cellular cameras. It's pretty uh, sick because now I'm not worried. I'm not wondering. <laughs> and it's but also... You're not worried, but how but like how, how obsessed are you with wanting to check it? Constant. I, Andy, last night, Andy was like, do I need to take it away? I was like, no. <laughs> I'll, I'll close it out. That's funny. I just sitting there refreshing, like, how come this isn't working? I know there's deer there, but I guess there weren't. Probably find an old phone that just works on Wi-Fi and put the app on there and just put it away and, and only have access to that. Like, So it has the option to upload immediately or twice a day or once a day or four times uh, a day, and you can set what time it uploads. So I'm yeah, going yeah. to end up doing that. Yeah, yeah, it's probably smart. Because every time something goes, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, everything stops when I pull that phone out. I mean, it's only been one day, but it could be the new toy thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, you'll get over it, I'm sure. Especially yeah. once they start, you know, developing a predictable pattern, nothing new showing up. It'll get boring until the rut comes around and you start seeing new deer, different deer show up. Yeah. I just, uh, I think it's a good spot. It's um, thankful to be able to hunt it. But I really just wanted it for the does. I'm not really supposed to kill any of the bucks on there, but uh, I'm going to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> no, I'm going to clear it. I'm not going to shoot I'm definitely, I can't shoot that 10 point. That's, but does he hunt I, out there at all? Um, his, somebody works with does and that's how oh, I got okay. to connect. Gotcha. Gotcha. But can you hear that? Uh, I heard something, but I, it's not clear what it is. So it's every time we podcast, it's always right around this time, five thirty, And that's when I have the cat feeder. Oh, okay. <laughs> you hear it? It's me yeah. going yum, 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 <laughs> yum, yum. <laughs> Cause I wanted the cats to get used to that word and, and associate it with food. It didn't work. No, it didn't work at all. That sucks. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I also, we need to, um, we were talking about it a little bit today 
nailing down the trip to Rocco's dinner. Yeah. And for those that are interested, that is August the 26th in Lexington, Kentucky. Yes, sir. Different location for anybody that's been in the last couple of years than a different location this year. Different location. And Patreon has, uh, you just let us know if you want to go. We have available seats for Patreon members. Yep. If you want to go. It uh, is a ton of fun, man. The food's yeah. great. Uh, always great uh, great guests and, and speakers. Uh, the live auction is always a lot of fun. Uh, if you've never been to a live auction with a lot of hard-to-get and rare whiskey, it is really fun to see the amount of money that people pay uh, for some of these bottles. And then the silent auction always has some really cool stuff. The uh, the gentleman that we've gotten to know um, and his company is going to slip my mind, so I'd uh, forgive me, but uh, he he specializes in, in doing auctions for fundraising as an auctioneer, and I've never seen somebody work a crowd so good. Uh, he's, he, he's fun to watch and worth yeah. going at just, just to watch him work a crowd. Yeah. And if you if you own a business, if you've ever been like, man, I wish I could find a way to buy whiskey or hunting stuff with a tax write off, this would be the way. Here you go. This is it. <laughs> it just gives you a blank receipt at the end of the night for how much you donated, and that's the uh, sounds done, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we're talking about. So I'm probably so I can't. I'm I am running out of PTO very quickly. My my paid time off, so yeah. I can't take any days off for this. I'm gonna have to go up. Friday after work, which as you know, where we work, that will be a nightmare. So I'm going to come home Friday after work mm -hmm. and probably leave at like seven. Just and drive through the night. Like, what? Eight and a half hours, something like that. Yeah. So either I drive halfway, get a crappy motel somewhere on the way and then keep coming in the morning. Mm -hmm. Or I drive through the night and have somewhere to sleep for a few hours uh, before the dinner. And yeah. I know that you plan on arriving that Friday night. Yeah. So either... Whatever we decide to do, I know we talked about getting an Airbnb. Um, whether we want to get an Airbnb just for Saturday to have a place to crash after and kind of hang out during the day and crash after the dinner, uh, I'm cool with that. Unless you mentioned something about some corporate rates for the uh, for the hotel. Yeah, so the corporate rates we did get those. I sent you the link to that. But um, if we wanted to book Whiskey and Whitetail's money, mm -hmm. the Airbnb, and then like yeah. spend for yourself on Friday. Yeah, I'm fine with that too. That's fine. Word, I'm down with that. Because I told Jessica we'll throw the I'll throw the um, I'll throw the blow up mattress and uh, that fits in the bed of my truck with the pop up tent that fits in the bed, and we'll find a we'll find a campground around there and just go camp Friday night and hang out. Yeah, that works. I'm not gonna do that because I'm gonna be there way later. I don't want to be rolling to a campground at four in the morning. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm leaving earlier in the day, um, but I don't want to I don't want to pay for a second a, a whole night at an Airbnb just just for us yeah. with, company, with company money. So, Well, do we want to do the Airbnb or do we want to stay in the hotel at that rate? Because it would actually be about the same price. We would just get two separate rooms. We'll just get money. two separate rooms. That way we don't have to drive anywhere else. We can just walk there and Bam. back to the room like we did last time. Problem solved. All right. Yeah, let's do that. We're going to do that. And then if you uh, do want to come and you want to get a room there, let us know. We will send you the link for that corporate rate. It's like $100 cheaper. I think it was 250 when I looked, so 150 after yeah. fees and everything. So if you want to come to the dinner, let us know and we'll shoot you over that information. Also in Camp Hero News, the uh, cigar blend that we picked at C uh, Starlight is available. So that is um, a charity bottle, which... <laughs> yeah. I haven't been able to use that forever. <laughs> New product alert. <laughs> um, yeah, so you could get that if you would like. 
it, just reach out to Rocco. It's uh, at Camp Hero. There's some underscores in there, but you'll find it. Um, reach out to him on how you can get it, and he will get your money. It's a hundred dollars, and it goes to charity, and then he'll get you the bottle somehow legally. I don't know how he's doing it. Uh, if you live in South Carolina, I can always bring it back for you. So if you're in the greater Charleston area, just Venmo him a hundred dollars, and I'll just bring it back when I come back. Transporting whiskey across state lines like a good bootlegger comes natural to you. <laughs> it's in my blood. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. All right. Um, let's switch gears into uh, the ridiculous amount of emails we get offering us opportunities for promotion. Yeah. So this one, I don't want to say who it was just because, you know, I don't want to do that. Actually, I really don't care. It's up to you. The one no, because it's not them. It's an advertising the I, company. The one I forwarded to you or another yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I don't care. All right. So it says, <laughs> this is from some company that does promotions for golf clubs, golf courses, which I don't, I was going to call Tyler and be like, how legit? Let, let us know in the comments. If, if you're a golfer, do you read the official course guide or would that be a giant waste of money for a company to put their, like if you got a huge advertising budget, you're trying to find places to put your name. I got you. But if you're trying to point it at someone, it seems to me like right. a huge, cause I've not, I don't even know golf courses had course guides. I'm like, I've definitely never picked one up, but anyway, it says, hello, we would love to feature business to be our golfers go to after the round whiskey. So it's it immediately. I they stopped reading right there. Yeah. And then I, I, I came back to it later because I was curious. Anyways, continue. No, I mean, that was about as far as I was going to go. Yeah. We can't so, be so, your after the round whiskey. We don't sell whiskey. Right. And I get a lot. I, there are a lot of those that come to the info at that I, I delete and never even bother sending your way to waste your time because My they all assume exactly. they assume yeah. that we sell whiskey or, or, or something of the like. And it's, it's very evident within the first three or four sentences that you are not clear that you, you you're using some sort of program to scrape the internet to, and something on our website has given you the indication that we are a, that we sell whiskey and it's not at all what we sell. Yeah. <laughs> we sell. And so I wanted to bring that up because we've had, it's, it doesn't really, most people get it. Like listeners, followers, subscribers, like y'all get it. You understand that's why you're here. But yep. the way we describe, we don't ever go into this in the podcast, but we just figured we'd take this opportunity to, uh, to vent a little and just explain it. So, we have always been the moment after a hunt when you're sitting around a campfire and you're communicating with friends and telling stories and drinking and having a good time. That has always been the point of whiskey and whitetails. And to help with that, we have handcrafted some stuff that will make that moment more better. We offer whiskey classes. We can come to you and teach the classes at those events. We have since then graduated into um, fancy townhomes and luxury apartments and things of that nature, restaurants, whatever, all that stuff is just like, it's just come over time. It's, it was never the intention. The intention was always the hunting side of the house. Right. Um, 
and making content based around kind of that. And we have kind of lost our way on the content thing, but the whiskey just content just does so well opposed to the <laughs> yeah. hunting content. <laughs> so if I like, just like anyone, if I, if I spend time making a reel and it gets a fraction of the views that a whiskey reel would get, I'm going to make less of those reels. However, sure. I don't know if that's going to be the case moving through deer season. I think. Yeah, no, get- I think, I think we have to double down and, and, I think we've talked about this in the past and we've even heard it from some of our Patreon and other folks that they want to see more of kind of behind the scenes of what we're doing, whether that's yeah. out shopping and looking for whiskey, whether that's actually hunting or focusing on, 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 like, like you said, that camaraderie and, and fellowship and cultivating that, what that is after the hunt, that, that special moment where you spend time with family, friends, and you, tell stories, you tell lies, you share some whiskey, you, you cook some food and you reminisce and you create memories beyond just being in the field. Um, I think sitting around a campfire and sharing whiskey or a drink of any kind, you know, take it all the way back to sharing um, mead and, and whatever, you know, like, like it is, it is a tradition as old as time. Yeah. And um I think it's important to preserve it. I think it's important for our kids and other generations to understand, um, you know, so much has, so much has been just changed over the years. There's so much focus on taking pictures and having the camera turned on yourself for the gram and for social media that I think, I think some of the traditions and some of the, um, some of it's been lost. Yeah. It's just been, it's just been lost and it's lost. It's, it's, it's it's become popularized and it's become, it's become like a thing of its own where if we go places like, sure, there may be a picture with music in the background and me slurring my speech, but the majority (laughs) of the evening is spent doing what we're there to do and hanging out with people and and getting to know people. It's, you know, not everything that we do needs to be on social media and we purposely don't put everything we do on social media. Yeah. It's, but we just, I just found it important that we bring that up. Because I know that there is questions about it. We get asked about it sometimes. So what exactly do you all do? It's like, we, I mean, that's what we do. And, and if you can't put a finger on it, it's probably not in your wheelhouse. But we also that's do good. podcasts. Yeah. We do yeah. YouTube stuff. We do charity events. We do all kinds of stuff. We do, we do whatever. This is our, it's just Gus and I. We don't have anybody over us telling us what to do or what we should do. Right. We take input from people. We love your input. It's like our favorite thing. Nobody ever gives it to us. Everybody just says, good job and love what you're doing. Love the name. Whiskey White Tails. But let's get white tails. If we, do, if, we if we had a dollar for every time someone walked by a booth or an event we are and said, let's get white tails, we'd, we'd be, retire. We'd be rich. We'd be retired. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, with you know, cultivating that that experience of 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 after the hunt, of the camaraderie, of the fellowship, that is kind of what we've been about all the you know, from from the get-go. And so, like our, if you look at our product line, they're all things that cater to that, right? We have game calls to help with the hunt. And then we have things that you would utilize afterwards sitting around the fire. We have cocktail smokers for entertaining. And then we've got, you know, cigar accessories. And it's just all those things that sort of line up with, and, and we have some other ideas and some other things we're working on to bring, uh, bring to fruition some other products. And, you know, I, I think we both would like to lean more in the future and, and some things we're working on and connections and networking that we're doing. We're going to be leaning more and doing more of, uh, that side of things, the, the event side of things and bringing that experience of sitting around a campfire and hanging out with your friends and family, um, to life in other places, not just at hump camp, but, um, giving people an opportunity to come hump and experience camp. that. Yeah. Hump, hump camp. 
uh, at hunt camp or deer also, camp. Or before we get into that, because that's that's gonna be a long road. Since we did bring up the cigar thing, I just want to let everybody know we do have a sampler going on right now with Guitars and Cigars Farm. You can yes. get to their site from our site, but it's code WW10. You get ten percent off on your whole order, not just our kit. And uh, we're gonna start promoting that here soon. I just got mine in the mail, so I'm looking forward to busting into those. But things like that, we collaborate. That's what we do. That's we like doing stuff with other people. How can you help us? How can we help you? And a lot of times it's a one-way road where we're the one doing all the giving, but that's okay. We remember those things. <laughs> but as Gus was saying, we like we have things in mind, and and some of them you can't do as a day-old company. It takes establishing yourself, and so that's kind of what we're doing. We're establishing ourselves. We're getting ourselves plugged into a lot of different networks, a lot of different people, from videography to podcasting to hunting to whiskey to, I mean, you name it, events. We're doing dinners. We're working with chefs. We're creating cocktail menus for for some restaurants we're you know there's a lot of things that we're doing and the reason we're doing that is because we eventually will get into the whole thing that we saw from the beginning like the experience we want to bring that campfire thing to the average person and it doesn't have to be after a hunt it could just be after a hard week of work and then friday yep. we got a campfire experience for you we, don't, we have we're not going to call it that we have another name for it but uh, this camera being crooked makes my hat look crooked. Your hat's anyway, just crooked. It could be crooked. Big old head. <laughs> that big ass head. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, we wanted to bring all that stuff to the forefront because it's, we've been asked a lot. And people are like, so how's the company going? Like, we're not, I mean, you don't see us in Walmart because we don't want to be in Walmart. I mean, it's, we're not doing things the way the, because we're not the average company, I guess. We're not the, and no. we're not really, it's just Gus and I. We're not saying, you, you, you get it. Fix we, me there, Gus. Tell them what I mean. No. So what we <laughs> what we envision and what we want, where we want that, where we want whiskey and whitetails to be, and what we envision and bring and bring to people and bring to you as the listener, um, the products, this podcast, these are all sort of microcosms of uh, of what the bigger picture bigger picture is. Um, as we work to bring that to fulfillment, all these other things sort of fill the gap for the time being um, and are just representative of, in this case, the communication, the camaraderie, the hanging out when talking to somebody, having guests and people the same way you might have around a campfire. Um, and, and, and then, like I said, the products sort of represent some of those things that, that, that you might find useful, you know, in, in those aspects. But the goal was never to, for this company to, take off and be the end all be all based on some bourbon barrel products. That's, that was never, it's it was not never going to, yeah, it was never going to be a thing that, that this company, you know, stuck, you know, staked its claim on and, and we're not going to die on the, on a hill selling cocktail smokers. It's fun it's, and it's, it's got its place. Um, it helps pay for end, dinner, going to Rocco's dinner. It helps right. pay to keep us open. It pays for our website bills. That that's, that's what it does. It pays for us to gain tenure in this, yes. in this cycle. But no, we, yes. we are perfectly aware that we cannot sell enough $50 cocktail smokers to retire, especially <laughs> with everybody buying that junk ass top hat. Oh, did I tell you that I, I uh, asked a simple question on, on a, on a top hat smoker page? No. So they had an ad and they put the ad in front of me. So I read the comments and it's a, and everybody's like, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's great that it's made in America, but you know, blah. and I'm like, is it? So I start reading and nowhere does it say made in America, but what it says is we don't sell cheap Chinese junk off Amazon. Right. And so I'm looking at it and I know that it is a cheap Chinese junk, but just not on Amazon. So I asked <laughs> where 
where is your facility that you make these at? And they replied, Charlotte. So I looked them up and there's no wood shop in there. So I replied again, said, I see where you ship them from and your receiving dock where you receive them from, but where do you manufacture make- them? Yeah. And they deleted all my comments. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, they're getting them straight from Alibaba. Yeah. Yeah. I saw and there's another company out there that's making a similar top hat and they have this big kit. It's full of, you know, it's got the, the, the thing and the strainer and little canisters with all the wood chips and you get two strainers and you get some, you get a little stick to, to poke the strainer thing, the, the chips around and you get some stickers and it's like $70 marked down from 95. And someone commented in the comments and was like, uh, I, I see, you know, you get some extra things in this, but I'm seeing the same kit, you know, on eBay or on Amazon for $35. What's the difference? Uh, and ours is, you know, handmade from Walnut, da, 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 go on and on and on. And I didn't, but I almost hijacked that thread by, and by posting our stuff in there and saying, you know, this is just two pieces. It's just wood straight from a, yeah. from a barrel. Um, but I, you know, I didn't want to be a dick. Cherry wood gotten, I'm sure it would have gotten deleted like anyways. Cherries. You know, we always love to say that cherry wood does not smell like cherries. Apple wood does not smell like apples, smell like burnt wood. But anyway, we're, we're, we're into product promotion, but yeah, we, we are aware for those that are thinking it and never said it. Thank you for not saying it. Cause we would have been like, duh, but, um, yeah, we're aware. We know what we're doing. Yeah. We have a vision. We have a place this is going. Um, we're very excited to be getting closer as, as kind of as this year, especially has, we've seen a lot more progress and I'll ton. I will give, I'll give all the props to Matt having much more time on his hands and not having kids to be able to go out and just network and, and meet people and flooding myself around town. Yeah. Just being the, the company whore. Um, <laughs> but, uh, making a lot of connections, um, you know, Matt's really good at, at reading people. Um, you know, weeding out some of the bullshit early on in the process and kind of identifying people that we've been able to work with and identify, um, how we can work with them, how we can benefit them and they can benefit us in making some of these, are making what we have planned uh, a reality and we're super excited to to keep working away and chipping away at it and just getting closer to that and, and just to follow up on that just so it's clear because a, a lot of those people are f- friends and they listen to the podcast yeah and you know who you are i'm not i'm not discussing i'm not saying that anybody out there is being used by us or manipulated by us and i hope that you know that my genuine outreach and friendship that we've had over the past year but i've met plenty of people that i'm not going to work with that, uh, you know, just aren't good. I'm not even going to, we're not interested in using people. So even no, no, people no. that let me, let I don't want to use them. We're out, we're out of them. We're out with them too. This is, this, what we have yeah. planned has to be a even collaboration amongst everyone that works good for everyone. There cannot Correct. be anyone using anyone and what we have planned. Yes. I will. Uh, and and I did, if I, that came across wrong, I apologize. No, I, I'll use, I just wanted to say it, <laughs> but I'll use, I'll use the campfire as another analogy. Uh, when you, we want to bring these folks into the fold to the campfire. The same way when you have a campfire at home or at hunt camp, right? Somebody brings the beer, somebody brings the meat, somebody, everybody's chipping right. in. Perfect. Everybody's equal. We, we're not looking to take advantage of anybody, but we, but we want to build a community and to, to make these things happen. And we want to do it with like-minded people that we, we feel good about working with and experiencing this, then going to, through this journey with. Um, and we've been, you know, we've been very fortunate to meet some great people. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yep. We've, uh, that's when people's like, what, what is whiskey and whitetails to you? Recently, that's what it's been. I've been able to make some amazing connections, meet some awesome people, have some great times doing things I never thought that I would be able to do. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, that's what it is to me. It's, it's not about 
we still aren't receiving a paycheck. We both work full-time jobs. All everything we do is free. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the people that are along helping us like the Patreon, it's, I mean, even $3 a month, it may seem like nothing or you, or, I, there's nothing I can do with the Patreon. That's fine. You don't want to be in the discord yet. That's fine. But if you want to find a way to support us, it's a great way to do it. Cause that's how we keep the doors open. That's how we keep everything running. Um, that's what allows us to take the, our evenings off and go do some of this stuff. So it lets us travel to Georgia or wherever we're going to yep. meet up with these people. It's it, it helps take the burden off. Like I'm, we're paying for our gas to get to Kentucky this weekend, but you know, we're at one of the nights is we're going to stay for free. And like, that feels guilty taking money from your company to pay for a night, but I think we deserved it, but also not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I deserve a $160 room, you know? Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. So for those that are new, for those that are just kind of joining this, uh, this journey and, and, or have enjoying what they're seeing and what they're hearing, uh, but are curious kind of what the end game is here. Um, a lar larger events um, that bring that experience of, of, of an after hunt uh, campfire that, that, that is what we're looking to bring and, and to cultivate and bring to the masses, so to speak. Um, yeah. And, and like Matt said, it's not just those events. We have some really cool things that we've, we've already had a, a awesome opportunities to try. And we want to continue to do with um, some wild game dinner, whiskey and wild game dinners. Um, just well, the whiskey the classes in general. We have a secret, top secret dinner. Can't tell you where it's at. And we don't have a date yet, but we're doing a safari. I can't even tell you who it's with. We're doing a safari, um, basically whiskey dinner. So it'll be exotic meats, um, kind of safari themed with whiskey at a location in Charleston, South Carolina. Uh, we have that coming. So if you live in the local area or you want to come to that, let us know and we will set aside. We're going to set aside an allot amount of spaces for like just friends and family. But if you want to come, yeah. we'll do that as well. Cause the majority of the tickets are already gone because of the, who we're doing it with. It's like yeah. the entire organization's coming. So, um, yes. And that what he just, what he just did, you know, naming an event, it's filling up fast. If you're interested, we want to be, we want to be doing a lot more of that in the future with more events, more opportunities for people to come out and, and hang out and, and continue to build, um, to build this community that we've, that we've, we've been building for the last couple of years. So yeah, just do cool stuff. We want to do cool stuff. And we want to do it with you and we'll do it at a reasonable price because there's uh the garden and guns, for instance, stuff is like, I mean, have you looked at some of those, like how much was the one for, uh, in Louisiana, where you're from? Oh God! Did you um, open it? It was like I did. I looked at the that's the 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 blasting cast. Yeah. Um, Hold on, let me look it up. Yeah, how many days is that? There was multiple days. I thought. I don't know. I didn't read it. I just scrolled straight down to see the price, and I was like, "Nope." <laughs> so it's oh, it is multiple days. It's Thursday through Saturday, so that makes a little more sense. But it's okay, still thirty four hundred dollars yeah. a person. Yeah, it's a lot. It's, but it's it's basically guided guided duck hunt and um inshore, inshore golf fishing. In, inshore golf fishing for redfish and some other stuff they have down there. Two uh, fishing outings, followed by two morning hunts on the opening day of teal season throughout the weekend. Guests we treat with delicious gen dinners with local ingredients. So I mean it's cool. But it's Lake Charles, so you gotta get down there. Does it give you somewhere to stay? The Savannah I'm, Lodge. So I guess so. So maybe yeah. that's not that bad. I'm not, I can't afford a $3,400 weekend, but 
No, me either. Not right now. But <laughs> that does. That's not a for what you're getting. It's not bad. Yeah, I guess that's not bad. But the point remains. We're not trying to overprice stuff. We're trying to do cool stuff with cool people and make sure everybody gets paid for their time that's involved. Indeed. But yeah. So until then, please continue to hang out, like, subscribe, listen to our stuff, support us any way you want. We're not going to sit here and beg for it. You know, we want people around that want to be around. And um, that's all I had to say about that. We can move on. All right, then. Unless you had anything to close. Nope. Sounds good. Sick. What's next on the agenda for today? Well, I'm getting uh, some new um, some new camera things, but I think it's the sun setting coming through the trees. I haven't looked. Yep. Just pulled uh, okay. it up. Yep. It's just shadows changing. I'm going to change that spot out, I think. Just so it's out of the shadow. Yeah. Got to set it. Set it. Uh, the sun's not. You don't have it facing east or west, do you? The sun would be setting behind it. So it's, it is facing in a direction. Yeah. You may, you may get a bunch of that then with the sun yeah. coming up right at it. <clears throat> yep. It was the only, I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to put it in that tight little spot there. The other thing too, I was looking at the windy app. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out, like, I can see where they're coming from. So I'm looking at the wind and pretty much all day it's been a blowing inshore from the ocean. Yeah. So I'm, I'm like thinking about stand placement and stuff, but the, the way that fields position, there's really no way to do it. I'm going to be blowing my scent. Yeah. I'll be curious to see. I'd be curious as you continue to watch that app, uh, how much the wind changes. Cause you know, when we hunt other places, uh, more inland or especially when we go to Kentucky or North Carolina, when you're in the hills and the mountains, the wind changes, it swirls, it does all kinds of stuff. I'm curious if being so close to the coast, if it's more consistent. Yeah, I am curious as well. That's why I'm going to keep paying attention to it. The other thing I thought about is going out there one morning before hunting season, but like mm -hmm. a month, but like soon. I guess I don't have that option, do I? Hunting season's right around the corner. Yeah. I was going to go out there with that that 3D blind and a lens and just try and get pictures of stuff, but I don't want to go in there and spook them before opening day. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be careful. If you really want to go in there and take advantage of opening day, I wouldn't do that yet. I think I'm going to go in there next, maybe next Wednesday and put corn out mm -hmm. and then I'll go and we'll see what they do today and tomorrow morning, but I might go the day before opening day and put corn out again because they came to it the exact the very next morning. Yeah. That's probably a good plan, man. That's what's weird, man, about the regular cameras because they you never know if the time's set right and it's all screwed up and you can't remember what day you put corn out and what, you know, it's yeah. So it's like with this, I can actually, I can go, okay, this is what I'm doing right now while there's four bucks standing over my corn pile. Or, you right. Know, it's a lot easier for me to like link it together in my head. This is what we're doing. This is what's going on. This is what time they're out there. Have you noticed that? I mean, you don't use cell phone cameras, but does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does make sense. That's, that's, I, I care less. Whenever I use cameras, because I mean, we've talked about this on the podcast before, I'm, I'm not that interested in, in headgear uh, in terms of deer. I'm more interested right. in filling my freezer. Yeah. So I'm, I'm more interested in using a camera to pattern deer and to see yeah. when they're moving and where they're moving. And I will even, I will often put cameras um, kind of away from where my general shooting lanes are and where I think deer are moving through, like walking areas and trails to, to get them moving through so that I, so that I have an idea of what time of the day they're moving through certain parts in which direction they're coming from because that, that yeah. can tell you a lot as well if you know they're coming from a certain direction typically at you know in the evenings 
it, it's probably because they're on their way back to a bedding area from from a water or a feeding source and if the wind is not favorable on that day then you probably should just avoid that stand altogether yeah so um, you don't ruin it yeah let me ask you a question about the head deer because i this question was posed to me today by andy but uh mm-hmm. if you don't care about headgear because i don't either and that, and then that's what she asked she's like if you don't care then why are you worried about because i said i'm not going to shoot that 10 point i don't really care about the eight i'm not gonna kill that six point like i'm not like i might kill that split main beam duck but other or duck deer but other than that <laughs> i was supposed to say buck not duck it's okay but other than that i'm just i'm just same thing i'm trying to fill the freezer and she's like if you don't care then why would you why would you kill him and so i don't really have an answer for this property but like what why would you kill why wouldn't d- i why wouldn't i smoke that 10 point you know um, landowner aside if i don't care about side i don't care about head well I would be I would I would be more concerned with shooting the more mature deer. I, yeah. I that's what that's what I'm looking for. Whether it's a doe or a buck, I want to take a deer that is that is as mature as possible. Those those deer that are one and a half or two and a half years, uh, if you are interested in 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 in, in racks and 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 uh, you know antler growth, th- those have not reached their their full potential yet. Uh, but it, but they're also uh, they haven't reached their their uh mating right um potential yet either so taking them too young you're you know there's a lot of factors that go into it but they taste the Um, best when they're young so it's like if you only care about the meat you see what i mean and i'm like i don't so i don't know how to answer the question it's like well here's the thing i don't just care about the meat and that you only care about the meat yeah but in that in that in those years of that one and a half when they start to become sexually active to three and a half and four and a half years old as they're getting older those those years of being uh sexually active they're producing the healthiest offspring yeah um and they are they are so so i think it comes down to you know hunting deer that are mature and taking those deer that when when removed provide for a healthier balance and reproduction across across the board right same reason you would what about in my situation where I may not be able to hunt this place next year? So what do I give a shit? I, I guess speak, speaking from that perspective, if, if, <laughs> if that's, if that's all you care about, then I guess there's no reason to care. But if you have an ounce of no, conser- know, know. conservative, you know, no, I know. A conser- conservative bone in your body, I think you would be, ho- you know, keeping a yeah. little bit of, you know, um, well, that's why I, I've always liked the cold deer, the deer with the weird antlers. Cause most people aren't going to take them. Yeah. And then they're not only that, but usually if it's a, if it's an accident that caused it, that's one thing, but if it's a birth defect, they're now passing that along to the rest of the herd. So there is a reason to call them, but a lot of people, you only get one tag in Kentucky, for instance. So who's going to waste their tag on a cold deer? I mean, yeah. like I would, cause I, I don't care. I only care about the meat. Put me on a deer. You don't want you, you, like, yeah. you want them gone, but you don't want to kill them. Put me there. Right. Right. That's yeah. All it's, it's hard. Like when you, when you read a lot of the literature, you know, they also, it also says that, you know, there's the deer there's so much breeding that goes on uh, and deer travel and move around so much there's no way to guarantee or know that that one buck is passing on bad genetics it's true you know throughout the herd and also there's no way to know without watching that deer for more than a few years if that's just a one-year anomaly it could have just like you said it could have um bumped its head during antler growth and caused something weird that year and it may grow a perfectly beautiful rack the next year yeah um, it's 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 hard to it's it's hard to tell yeah i agree 
I just, there was a, there was a lot to, to respond to it. I just, I don't go out in the woods looking for head racks. I just, it's not my thing. Yeah. Not mine either. I'm more interested in having food to eat, but you know, and I don't fault anybody for doing to it. Each, yeah, to each his own. If, if that's your thing, that, that's fine. And I'm not saying that if I'm hunting out and if I take a trip and I go out to freaking Iowa to hunt to where there's monster bucks, I'm not saying that I'm not going to take that's, my time and, and pick a nice one either. That's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I go to Texas on a ranch that I'm paying for, I'm going to, I'm going to kill the, the biggest buck I can afford to kill. Yeah. Cause you know how they get yep. Every inch of growth is another like $500 or something crazy. But If I could arrange it, would you would you go to Minnesota to hunt whitetail in the snow late season? Rifle? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, if I could wear a ton of clothes and not have to move a bunch <laughs> and just be bundled up. Yeah. Dude, I'm not, you know I don't like cold weather, but. I know you don't, but that's why I asked. I'd 100% do it if, if, it's, if, it's, if it's rifle and I'm not in a tree stand wearing something thin so I can shoot my bow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I gotcha. You yeah, can go, we have an open invite to Indiana. I know we have Indiana. We have, um, I more or less have an open invite to, 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 to Minnesota as well. Who's um, in Minnesota? Her family? Yeah. All Jessica's family. Yeah. Um, and one of her, her aunts owns, uh, they own, they have a ranch, a big farm that they hunt deer out every, every year. And really? kind of, we've been invited to, so. They got like buddy blinds with, uh, heaters in it. Dude, I think it's so open out there. I think they just kind of like sit on one side of the field in like a a, a lawn chair. Really? Like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm down. I'm I'll down find anywhere. Can you bring the meat back? Does it have CWD? Good question. Don't know, but I'm, I'm I don't I don't see why if we're not bringing back the neck or the, um yeah. or the brain, just the spine of the brain, we should be fine. Speaking yeah. of spine, tangent. My dog. We got test results back from that yeah. spinal tap she had to have. So the, she, they confirmed that she has, um, canine immune mediated polyarthritis. What does that mean? It means that her immune system is turned on her and is attacking her joints, Hmm. including her spine. And she had it, they have flare ups. So that's why, um, the flare ups can cause obviously with the spine nervous system issues. That's why she ended up making a mess all over the house and then uh, sort of laid down outside. and was just, I thought, I, I don't, I thought we were going to have to have some tough conversations with the kids that day. It was not looking good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but uh, she's fine now that she's going to have to take a, uh, like a really small dose uh, steroid basically for the rest of her life to keep it under control. But other that's than that, it. she should be good. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's good. Yeah. Cost me $5,000 to figure that out though. Did sucks. it really? Yeah. Man, you're a good guy. Oh, believe me, we <laughs> just and I had some some conversations. I was like, you know, this dog only gets one of these. Yeah. So what's for sale? <laughs> what can I buy cheap right now? I have a kidney. Buy if you want. I what see I that do post said you're not, you're not you're not you're not broke. You're just using one kidney. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. You could sell a a testicle. You're not using them anymore. Oh, I could. I could sell both. Dude, if you find somebody, if you find a reputable shop that buys them, let me know. Full shop. Like we're <laughs> like we're selling car parts. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. I can I mean, use I a little extra cash flow right now myself. Yeah, I wouldn't uh I wouldn't be opposed to it at all. I don't know what the downsides are. I've never looked into it, but I mean honestly, 
What do I, on TR, I mean, I, the TRT is in, in full swing. I don't know what I need them for. Yeah. That and like, uh, the older you get, I think testicular cancer becomes more of a, more of a yeah, worry. It's, it's, it's preventive. It's preventative. Yeah. Just take them out. You got to rid of uh, them before they get cancer. Yeah. I'm gonna start looking this up, man. <clears throat> Let me know. I'm down. We'll do a, see if they do a, <laughs> if they'll do a double, a double nut vasectomy, mansectomy or whatever. A, it's group, di- a group discount? No, a group promotion. You know, like you get you and a friend, refer a friend, you get 500 bucks or whatever. Have half the Patreon show up. <laughs> Dude, I could probably bring a lot of people. If it's like 10 grand, I bet you I could pack that place. I've heard it's more than that. Really? I've heard like 30 to 40. Leave a comment below if you want us to do an entire episode on how to donate your testicles. And do a live stream. Or t- <laughs> yeah, a live stream I have a sectomy. That's a true story. That is a true story. <laughs> oh, damn. All right. On that note, I think uh, I think we've covered enough for the day. Okay. Yeah. Was there anything well, else we wanted to talk about? No, that was really uh, all I wanted. We, you know, it was just one of those, you know, back-to-back things where we've been asked so much this week. We got hit up a few times to do some collaborations this week. Some stuff that's like, that means something that, that is going to hopefully go somewhere. And uh, yeah. and I just figured we'd, we just come out and say it. I don't, you know, and I might clip some of it and make it, yeah. a, make it a real. Do it. For the gram. Do it for the gram. For sure. Scram eats first. All right, I'm gonna uh, go break my fast and uh, sweet and make food or something. Actually, I'm having peanut butter and jelly for dinner. I've been looking forward to it for a hot minute. That sounds great. Do you do like a triple decker? What I do is toast the bread and then let the bread cool down because I don't want it to melt the jelly, and then you get a nice crunch. Should do three pieces of bread, peanut butter on the outsides. And then the middle one, you do jelly on both sides. Yeah. Make it three three tall. It'll change your life. <clears throat> I should do that. Or what if I just do two peanut butter and jellies and then it's not the same. Peanut butter and jelly, there's two peanut butter jellies. Texture. There's texture to the density of that of those three pieces. Should I toast the middle piece? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Toast the middle piece, not the outsides. Or toast just the middle piece so that it's That's soft and then crunchy. That's what I'm saying. Toast just the middle piece. Cool. I'm gonna go try that now. I'm gonna do it. Jessica's gonna be pissed because she just cooked dinner, but I'm gonna fuck it up. I gotta know. <laughs> Let me know. All right, everybody, go make a peanut butter jelly sandwich. Love you. Bye. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.